RC Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christi. To know, love, and serve, a path to marital fulfillment. Jean McKenzie is a Regnum Christi member and a registered psychologist in private practice in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. She received her MA in counseling from the Franciscan University of Steubenville in 1999 and has experience working with clients from a variety of backgrounds and cultures, presenting a wide range of issues. Jean is most passionate about marriage and couples counseling and believes that strengthening relationships strengthens the foundation of our society. Jean says, I enjoy working with Catholic couples to help them have marriages that are both fulfilling and pleasing to God. She has been married to Colin since 2001, and they have seven beautiful children. Jean was first introduced to Regnum Christi through her father. Legionary priests would frequently visit their family home when she was a university student. She was introduced to the spiritual exercises and was involved with Regnum Christi for many years before associating. In Canada, Regnum Christi members were very geographically spread out, and she remembers more than once their gatherings were interrupted by a snowstorm. However, in May 2006, Jean finally had the opportunity to join Regnum Christi. She has been an active member of Regnum Christi ever since, and grateful for all the gifts of love, grace, and growth which God has provided through her involvement. The motivation to write, to know, love, and serve, a path to marital fulfillment. The idea for the original To Know, Love, and Serve book was one that was on my mind for a long time before it came to fruition. I started working in private practice in 2004, and it always worked from a faith-informed perspective. At some point in our marriage journey, my husband and I read a book by Christopher West called The Love That Satisfies, Reflections on Eros and Agape. The book was a collection of reflections on excerpts from Pope Benedict XVI's Deus Caritas Est, and I was struck by how much our relationship grew just by reflecting on the true meaning of love and God's plan for love in marriage, shared Jean. Reading this book inspired me to develop a similar resource, but one that integrated Catholic faith and psychology to help practicing Catholics strengthen their faith and their relationships so they could be strong witnesses to the couples they encountered in their lives. Though God had given me the inspiration, it seemed that, as a military wife and mother of five children, He had not given me the time or energy to follow through on this inspiration. During spiritual direction, Jean remembers, The topic frequently came up, and it was during this time that I learned an important lesson about myself. Although God will place inspirations on my heart, He often wants me to collaborate with another one of his children to get the job done. One day, Jean's guide asked her if she thought she needed to reach out to someone else to help her bring this inspiration to life, and shortly after, she connected with her colleague, Melissa Guzik, a fellow Catholic counselor. Jean says, She was as enthusiastic about the idea as I was. Together, often with babies in arms, and while Jean's husband was in Afghanistan, They were able to combine the skills and inspirations God gave them and write, To Know, Love, and Serve, A Path to Marital Fulfillment. Jean shares, Many Catholics will recognize that the title of our book is derived from the Baltimore Catechism's answer to the question, Why did God make you? God made me to know Him, to love Him, and to serve Him in this world, and to be happy with Him forever in heaven. Famous marriage researcher John Gottman identified that building detailed love maps is an important factor contributing to strong marriages.
Building strong love maps essentially amounts to developing an intricate knowledge of your partner. To me, this need to develop a love map is a reflection of our relationship with God. In order to love God, we must know Him, and as we strive to grow in our knowledge and love of God, we grow in our desire to serve Him. Similarly, as we grow in our knowledge of our spouse, we grow in our ability to love him or her and our desire to serve our spouse. Essentially, this is what the To Know, Love, and Serve program is about, helping couples to grow in their knowledge of God and each other so they can grow in their faith and strengthen their marriages. Military life took Jean away from Alberta and then back again. Upon her return, Father Todd Arsenal, L.C., and the board of Vibrant Family Ministries, having heard of their book, approached Jean and Melissa about creating a workbook. Despite busy lives and many children, Jean and Melissa produced the workbook, feeling convinced that the end product was fully a result of the grace of God. How has this resource helped married couples? Jean and Melissa conducted an initial test group with a group of young couples from Ontario, Canada. Father Todd Arsenal had been running a group with these couples where they read and reflected on encyclicals, and these generous new couples agreed to be guinea pigs for the new workbook. The couples met online and took turns leading the group every two weeks. Jean and Melissa joined them just to observe. The couples offered some suggestions for improvement, but overall were enthusiastic. So they implemented the suggestions and sent the workbook to the publishers. Since then, Jean and Melissa have run an in-person group at their parish, and Melissa participated in a family camp in Quebec where they used the book and workbook as part of their program. Both groups responded positively to the program. Jean remembers one night for the group at their parish. Both she and Melissa were sick, and they left their husbands to run the group that night. Jean's husband returned home that night and informed her that they had left them with a chapter on family planning, which had them leading a discussion on natural family planning. Although the husbands were somewhat dismayed, Jean and Melissa were thrilled as they took it as more evidence that you do not need to be a mental health professional to lead the group. A priest from Nigeria, who was present at the family camp in Quebec, decided to bring the program back to Nigeria, and some Regnum Christi members in Ontario, members of the Vibrant Family Ministries Board, have started two or three groups. Some recommendations for anyone who might be interested in using this resource. Jean and Melissa are happy to support any couples who are interested in facilitating the To Know, Love, and Serve Marriage Enrichment Program. They offer free online Q&A sessions for anyone who has questions they would like to have answered or support they would like to receive. They also have email, social media, and bulletin templates, posters, and invitations that they provide. Find out more on their website, knowloveserve.info. Prep Work for Renewal Dear Friends in Christ, The Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary's Feast on September 8th was a reminder of how God quietly prepares to bring about big change in the world. Our Lady's Nativity came only about 15 years before Jesus' birth, an event so profound that it split history into B.C. and A.D. Her birth was thus a remote preparation for that great revelation that God would give us in His incarnate Son. It was Mary's, May it be done to me, at the Annunciation, that opened the way for Jesus to take on human flesh. In fact, 
Her perfect obedience to the divine will gave God the kind of cooperation he wanted to unfold his plan for mankind's redemption. What might this mean for us? It means that God's plan to save souls is ongoing, and he looks to us to do our part by imitating, to some degree, the faith, obedience, and charity Mary displayed. We can do this in little ways, teaching a child or grandchild to pray, reaching out to a lost sheep in the family, pitching in to help with a parish project. God uses all of this to change hearts and minds. If this sounds overly optimistic, it shouldn't. For God, all things are possible. Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. So, if we want to help the world snap out of its moral tailspin, let's imitate Mary. Let's give God first place in our life. For inspiration, you might look at our retreat guide on St. John Paul II, Be Not Afraid. It's no coincidence that the great Pope, who helped renew the Church at a critical moment, had a great devotion to Our Lady. That might be a lesson for all of us. In Christ, Father Edward McAmill, L.C., Ask a Priest Contributor. Juan Camilo Diaz Boorquez, New Director of Communications for the Legionaries of Christ. On September 8th, the official announcement was made that Juan Camilo Diaz Boorquez has been named as the new Director of Communications for the Legionaries of Christ, and that he will begin his position on October 1st, 2022. Juan Camilo is originally from Colombia. He is married to Lina Marcela, and they have three children, Juanita, Maria Paz, and Juan Jose. He is a social communicator and journalist with a master's degree in education and human development. He holds a diploma in strategic communication from the University of La Sabana, Colombia, with further studies in media analysis, digital culture, and church communication at the Pontifical University of Santa Croce, Italy. In his new role, Juan Camilo replaces Father Aaron Smith, L.C., who was the Legionary's Director of Communications since 2017. Father Aaron will continue as Director of Regnum Christi's International Communications Office. Father John Connor, L.C., General Director of the Legionaries of Christ, thanked him for having put his talents and his priestly ministry at the service of this delicate task and the people who in the various territories collaborate with us in the field of institutional communication. Juan Camilo, new Director of Communications for the Legionaries of Christ. Tell us, who is Juan Camilo? The first thing I would like to share is that I have been married for 18 years to Lina Marcela, and we are the parents of three children, Juanita, Maria Paz, and Juan Jose. We are a close-knit family who like to share time together and travel. At the professional level, I am a social communicator and journalist with a master's degree in education and social development, in addition to several studies in strategic communications, digital culture, reputation, and media crisis management. In recent years, I was involved with communications for the University of La Sabana in Colombia in their master's degree in theology program, responsible for the subject of communication of the faith, and at the Instituto de la Familia, where I served as a strategic communications advisor. In addition, I have advised public and private organizations on matters related to communication. On another note, I was responsible for the Communications Directorate of the Episcopal Conference of Colombia, CEC, 
for the visit of Pope Francis to my country in 2017. And since that time, I have advised both the CEC and several dioceses and archdioceses in the management of institutional communication and faith. In the last 12 years, the position of communications director of the Legionaries of Christ has been occupied by a priest. How do you see this paradigm shift? And how do you see the challenge in general when the laity and the church put their talents at the service of a mission, such as the direction of communications in a religious congregation? The first thing is to recognize the important contribution that priests make in different fields, pastoral, evangelization, social, among others. And there are other contributions to very defined fronts, as is the case in the communications of both the church in general and the different congregations and ecclesiastical movements. A layperson assuming the helm of the communications of the legionaries is not only in line with what Pope Francis proposed when highlighting our importance in the life and actions of the church, but it represents an enormous challenge since it implies offering a professional, integrated, and balanced look from our lay reality. And this means, and I see it for my particularity as a professional layperson, putting my knowledge at the service of the congregation and know the history, identity, and institutional objectives of the legionaries very well in order to communicate them well for the good of the congregation throughout the world and the church. The legionaries of Christ are part of a larger reality that is Regnum Christi. How do you see the relationship between legionaries and the other vocations within Regnum Christi? As a communicator, what would you like to contribute in this regard? Making it clear that I must take some time to study this more deeply to understand this reality more thoroughly, in principle, I believe that communication must show unity, that sense of missionality whose central axis is Christ himself, and which characterizes the entire spiritual family of Regnum Christi, of which the legionaries are part. The legion has gone through a process of renewal, and its communication in recent years has been marked by the pain of abuse. From a communications perspective, and from your experience, how do you see this issue of the communication of abuse in the Church? This is a sensitive issue, no doubt. I believe that the legionaries have made significant progress in recent years in terms of transparency, and to address this issue thoroughly. It is necessary to continue what has been started with determination, in compliance with the public commitments made, and with a particular sensitivity for the victims and all those who have suffered so much because of the abuses. From the point of view of communications, I believe that charity and truthfulness are the keys. Charity, since it is our duty as a congregation and in the church to accompany the victims and their families, and to do everything in our power so that these terrible crimes are not repeated, and truthfulness as a credibility factor that heals. The communications must comply with those keys in their entirety, whether in writing, video, or in a message through social networks. That's how it should be, and it will be. You will also be part of an international team of Regnum Christi communication directors from various parts of the world. What would you like to contribute from your experience and talents? I would like to promise to work as a team to jointly seek to develop and strengthen strategic lines of communication that will help us continue to communicate who we are, our activities, and our contributions to the Church and the world. And, broadly speaking, what challenges do you see in this position of Director of Communication? What excites you? The challenge is to live up to the trust placed in me by the Legionaries of Christ. The step of being a layperson who directs communications 
implies responsibility, prudence, creativity, and humility. As for what excites me, basically it is to properly serve the congregation for the good of the church. A few more questions. Do you know Rome? Yes, I have been to Rome on a couple of occasions for academic reasons. It is an open-air museum. Favorite Bible passage? It's definitely the Annunciation. Mary's yes to God's will is an example of dedication and trust. Just recently in Colombia, at a mass near my house, I heard a song that said more or less, and what would have happened if she had said no? It caught my attention powerfully, as another response would have changed human history. But a yes, without hesitation, defined our course. Last movie you saw. I saw Wonder again. I think we all have something of Augie Pullman, its protagonist, in us. In a word, what does your family mean to you? Everything. Pope Francis for you is... Once, during Pope Francis's visit to Colombia, a journalist asked me what characterized the last three popes. St. John Paul II, Benedict XVI, and Francis. And the first thing that came to mind was something I heard in a training seminar for journalists on church issues and the papal visit, and it was the following. John Paul II summoned us, Benedict XVI educated us, and Francis is shaking us. For me, Francis is humanity and the search for a church closer to all, and this has us in constant motion. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.